2: The Hawks clipped the Pelicans for their fourth win in a row. We'll talk about it right here, right now, on the Hawks Beat Podcast. Let's go.
1: Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks, plays it in to Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast, a daylight savings edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. I hope you guys remembered to push your clocks back, so uh, you know you, you're on you're on pace with the with the new time. So we're supposed we're supposed to get. Uh, an extra hour of sleep But uh, I know those who have uh, kids uh, We never get that hour Because <laughs> the kids always get up Anywho Nevertheless man uh, Tonight we have a Hawks game to talk about They went down to Nolens And took care of business uh, Beat those Pelicans 123-105 to 105. Uh, A very very balanced Scoring effort tonight Hawks had Um Seven guys in double figures tonight, so we'll talk about what we saw, what we heard, and uh, we'll talk about the Hawks' fourth win in a row. So, first things first, if you are new to the podcast, welcome into the Hawks Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Edub, taking you on this journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball. Um, We are on all of the social media platforms, so of course we always want you to connect with us, link in, and tap in with us that way. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Make sure wherever you get down on the social media, just uh, just uh, s- search the Hawks Beat, and you will find us there. Also, subscribe to the podcast and uh, let us know what you like about the show, what you love about the show, and uh, give us a five star rating, and we would greatly, greatly appreciate it. All right. So let's get into tonight's game. First things first, um, tonight's starters. Well, before I get into the starters, um, real quick, um, a lot has been made about the NBA end season tournament that kicked off on Friday. So if you're watching basketball Friday night and you saw those bright colored, um, those bright colored courts, <laughs> that was the in season tournament. So. Um, while I am not too crazy about some of the, uh, some of the uniforms, I really don't like the Hawks uniforms. Um, I was kind of digging the courts though. Like I kind of liked kind of the different feel of it. I'm still kind of, um, not really up to date too much on the in season tournament. So I'm reading up on that so I can let you guys know what is going on. I do know the Hawks have their first game in the in season tournament on tuesday when they take on the detroit pistons so that is their first game on uh as far as the in-season tournament is concerned i figure what group they're in i'll try to see if i can dig that up during the podcast so uh that is in-season tournament also before we get into the game um, the city of Norman is honoring Trey Young. Yes, they're honoring Trey uh, tomorrow. He is getting a street named after him. Uh, I think right in front of his uh, family center in the city of Norman, Oklahoma, where he does a lot of work. There, he's got an AAU team. He's he's got a rec center there. Like he does a lot of work there. So. Um, I want to uh, congratulate Trey and his family, Ray, and and the whole family. That is a great honor. And uh, I wish I could be there to kind of get some shots and to kind of cover that. But um, salute to the Young family. I know that is a great honor. All right. All right. Let's talk about this game. Uh, Starters for the Hawks tonight were Trey DeJounte, Clint Uh, DeAndre and tonight's mystery starting power forward is Jalen Johnson. So uh, this was the five that went in 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 a uh, as far as the rotations are concerned. um, Clint Quinn only went he went nine deep, but the ninth guy who's usually AJ Griffin got a DMP tonight. Didn't get any burn. He went with Garrison Matthews. And it's crazy because like Garrison really only played like three and a half minutes. So. I don't know if he's it's just kind of a gut thing with him and just kinda I of, uh, want to see if Garrison can give him some some uh some spark or whatever, but Garrison Matthew was the ninth man tonight. Played three and a half minutes. I didn't really know. I I guess that is gonna be kind of fluid. Maybe that nice spot may be fluid. I don't know what what's going on, but uh that was just something I noticed of note as far as the the rotations were concerned, but the eight that did play for the Hawks, the, the three that came off the bench—Bogey, Sadiq, and Onyeka, were very good, very good. Um, the Hawks, and, and it's crazy because the main three of the Hawks, that three of Bogey, Sadiq, and Anya, 10, 12, and seventeen points respectively. Uh, all three of those guys outscored the five guys that played that came off the bench for New Orleans. The reason I'm bringing that up is because I said a lot of a lot of nights the Hawks are going to have the advantage on the bench. And and he showed you right now and you only played three guys off the bench, you know, and and again, uh, the bench is going to be a strong point for the Hawks all season long, uh, just praying that they can stay healthy and um, that uh, they continue up this play. Um, let's tap into it, man. Tap into it. First quarter, um, the Pelicans kind of get off to, to, to a, a a good start and the Hawks were, um, I thought their energy was kind of lackadaisical, to be honest with you, that first quarter. Um, as far as my notes are concerned, it wasn't, I, I wasn't like, they weren't really getting blown out. It was just like, they just, they just like a tad bit slow, right? You know, Pelicans were shooting well. from three, and the Hawks just, they just weren't getting many stops, it was just like, okay, kind of a feeling out process, right, and like I say, the game is four quarters, right, the game is four quarters, so I wasn't really worried after that first quarter, they're only down by eight, which is really nothing in professional basketball, eight points, you can make that up in one minute, literally, you know, um, I thought that the second quarter that they, they played a little bit better, but um, I still thought that they could play better. And it's crazy because the second quarter they actually won that quarter, twenty six to twenty five. Right? Um, Bogey was really was really uh, cooking in that second quarter. He had ten points, four or six from shooting, four or six uh, from the field, two of four from three, and uh, I just liked what I saw from him. He was active. Uh, Zion was a problem, man. Zion, was, <laughs> Zion is just, when he gets going to the hoop, like, good luck. Like, good luck, man. Like, there's a different type of beast, right? So you have the type of guys who go to the hoop, like Giannis, and, and it's just like a train. It's just like either get run over or, like, get out the way. You know what I mean? But um, he he just, and, and, and it's good to see because I like the kid. I like to see, you know, him. Be, I hope he's healthy all season. and hope he has a good year. Uh, a funny moment. So I'm listening to the first half of the game because I was out. I wasn't home. I wasn't able to watch it. So uh, I, I always enjoy listening to the game. I get to hear the legendary voice of the Hawks, Steve Holman. Uh, <laughs> and I know you've seen it by now, right? The play where Zion Williamson, he uh, he misses a shot on one side. The ball goes down. He refuses to to run and hustle back on defense. Pelicans get a stop, and they just throw it down. He's just waiting for the ball to come back. For those who don't know basketball, it's called cherry picking. It's very frowned upon in the basketball community. Cherry picks get the ball, and he does like a windmilled slam, right? Like off vert. Like it's it's a very impressive dunk. I'm not even going beyond. I'm going to be honest with you. Steve Holman on the <laughs> on the broadcast he's like oh and Zionist windmills and showboats after he doesn't run back on defense what a loser <laughs> Yo, Steve called that man a loser oh my god it was so funny but yeah that was kind of like their last hurrah right so they go into the half up seven. I have to uh, make mention of something. I almost forgot it. I almost kind of breezed over in my notes. Um, In the first quarter, DeAndre Hunter dislocated his pinky. And uh, I was like, yo, like, well, the way it was presented, they were like, he went to the locker room. We don't know if he's come back. And then he came back, and they're like, yeah, Hunter checks back into the game, and he has his pinky and his ring finger taped. And the Hawks are saying that he dislocated his pinky. I'm like, yo, bro, you still playing? (laughs) So, like, yo, first things first. Let me give a shout-out to DeAndre Hunter playing through a dislocated pinky. Now, he only scored four points, but um, he ended up playing 18 more minutes after that. I think he had... Like, 10 minutes or so, and, like, he had 30 minutes for the game. So, he played close to 18, 21 minutes with a dislocated pinky. So, I don't, I imagine that's got to, like, be uncomfortable. He didn't really shoot, but I thought he played defense well. Um, When I go over the post-game stuff, I think Quinn mentioned uh, specifically him, like, after the game. As far as, like, yo, like, give some props to DeAndre. So those out there that have won DeAndre up out of here, listen, six games in and I know I, I don't know how y'all feel, but it might be kind of awkward because y'all have been very quiet, <laughs> very quiet, very quiet on the DeAndre Hunter got to get out of here because I know that there were some Hawks fans that was ready to die on that hill. Like DeAndre, hill, DeAndre Hunter got to get out of here, like. it is what it is, but I'm just saying bro Played with, with a, with a dislocated pinky tonight. He played some really good defense. He was a plus 17 on the plus minus clap for that man. Clap for that man. For the ones who work hard
0: to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early. So everyone can go home on time. There's Granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts
2: Um, first half notes, what else, what else, what else I think that is it, again, first quarter is just too many turnovers, not of stops um, Hawks in the second quarter, they, they played a lot better, uh, oh also the officiating, officiating was terrible, like it was terrible especially in that first half it got a little bit more kind of reasonable, but to me, like the officiating was terrible, they were just calling everything on the Hawks and so nothing on New Orleans and I'm normally not even that guy, right? Like, I'm not even like an official. Like, oh man, no, all the, the all the calls aren't going the Hawks' way. If anything, I'm 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 quite the opposite. I'm quite the hey, y'all need to suck it up. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just what it is, right? Sometimes it's gonna be like that. But tonight, I just thought the officiating was really bad, especially in that first quarter. Third quarter was different than the game. <laughs> I mean, like. If you want to like very simplify things and look at things at like the simplest level, it was that third quarter. It was that third quarter. And um Trey Young proved again he, he is the he was the best player on the court, and that's what you wanted to see. That's what I have wanted to see all season long. Four or four from sh- uh, four or four from the field, two or two shooting um from three, three assists. Uh, 11 points in the corner. He was a plus 20. Um, He was just good. He was magical. Like him and DeJounte, they're just, man, it's starting to click, man. It's starting to click. Uh, Also, of note, Jalen Johnson, three of five in the quarter. He had nine points of his own. Trey Trey and Jalen had 20 points together, and that almost outscored the whole Pelicans team. As a team, they only scored 23 so the Hawks put up 41 in that quarter, and it was just like, man, it was a really good brand of basketball to watch. They're moving the ball. They're 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 active on defense. It's like there's nothing bad to say in that third quarter, man. They got those turnovers under wrap. They only had one turnover in the whole third quarter. Trey was just playing with pace. He was just, I mean, he was. Everybody was everybody was chipping in, man. Everybody was chipping in. And it was a beautiful thing to watch if you're a Hawks fan. it's a beautiful thing to watch. 41-23. They got the lead and they didn't they didn't give it back. Like they didn't give it back, man. And so um story of the game definitely was that third quarter when they outscored the Pelicans 41 to 23. Um, <clears throat> Anyeka Kangu, I thought he was really good in that quarter too. Uh, oh, he only had, I mean, he had six points, but I just thought that he battled. Like I thought that he battled, like it, it, it wasn't a lot on the stat sheet, but he did. He just brings a toughness to this team that is just like, you know, it's just, it's just very much needed, very much needed, man. Um, fourth quarter, I saw much of the same, much of the same. I think that the Hawks really took the Pelicans heart in that third quarter. And come fourth quarter, it was a wrap. Like, it was it was just like, yo, like, I don't even think that New Orleans thought that they could win. <laughs> I mean, they probably did. Like, they probably did. But it was just like, by the end, like, nah, they just weren't going to catch them. They weren't going to catch them. So, um, one thing of note in the fourth quarter for me, Onyeka uh, Congo hit his first three-pointer of the season and hit them joints back-to-back. Like, he hit two corner threes. Gave the chef's kiss to the crowd, and it was a beautiful thing to see, man. It was a beautiful thing to see. And listen, I'm here for um uh, three-point shooting this year. I know it might be a little rough at times. I know, you know, the numbers and the percentages may not be like, you know— it- all you have to do is get to a point where people respect that three. Cause right now they're not respecting it. And whenever he shoots three, he's wide open. Like he's wide open. If you can get that thing to like 35, 36, 38%, you gonna be cooking with grease, man. I'm old enough to remember when Al Horford started shooting threes for the Hawks. And he I mean, he told he told us after the game. He was like, it's just it's just it's the same as a pick and pop, except you're just moving back, maybe about three or four feet. You know, um, so, yeah, I'm here for the Anyeka three point train. I'm all here for it uh, in the fourth quarter. I thought the Hawks did an excellent job of just closing them out uh, more specifically, Trey and DJ, just how they worked together. There was one sequence of about three times down the court. The John Tays work in the middle with the little, you know, the mid range joint that he does. That was falling for him tonight. Next play down, Dejounte is running a point and a little Trey off-ball action. I know that's a a, a a thing that a lot of Hawks have been talking and clamoring for. Trey runs a slip screen and, and Dejounte hits. I mean, Trey just catches it and shoots it in stride. Hits a three. New York's got. Uh, New Orleans has to call a timeout. And I mean, this too. This this duo, man, like starting to come together guys like it's starting to come together and uh i i told you guys like yo it's going to take some time and it's still going to take time like this is only year two like it's only year two and and, and i think that you're starting to see dividends and you're starting to see a synergy with these two um seven points for murray in the quarter five for trey and, and it wasn't even so much that he only had five and Dre, uh, Murray had seven. It was just the fact of when they scored, how they scored, the efficiency, and just both of them still playmaking. Both of them, uh, Trey having three assists, DeJounte having two assists. Like, it, it was just like everyone was still, like, getting involved, you know. And so it was good to see, man. Good to see. Hawks shoot 57% in that final quarter, uh, 50% from three. And um you win when you shoot better than the other team. How about that? <laughs> you win when you shoot better than the other team, man. So shout out to all eight. Well, shout out to Garrison too. Garrison played three minutes. I'm gonna shout Garrison out too. But shout out to all eight guys, man. Hunter, even though you only have four points, bro was out there with a with a with a dislocated pinky. I thought Clint played strong. 17 and 7, Jalen 21 and 11, and it's a joy to see him developing. Double double guy. Um, there was an intentionality tonight as far as rebounding the ball. Quinn said that in the pregame, um, knowing that them having to rebound is going to have to be a thing. And boy, did they do that. They out rebounded the Pelicans. Fifty-two to thirty-five, and like, and that's something that the Hawks usually aren't really known for. It's like out rebounding folks, like. So, um, yeah, man, like they, they, they. I mean, it was a complete game. It really was a complete game. Trey, uh, twenty-two and twelve. Uh, Jalen, twenty-one and eleven, and those were the two guys with double doubles. Murray gets in with twenty. All the uh, bench guys had double figures. Like It was just a a solid night from all of the guys. And that ultimately is what you want Hawks basketball to be. That is ultimately what you want Hawks basketball to be. Now, it it may result in some guys not getting some of the the personal accolades. But listen, you got to ask yourself, do you want the personal accolades or do you want the wins? Right, like it, it's going to come a point or like, and again, I said this in the weekly wrap-up, and I said this before, um, after one of the games, Trey was like, look, I've led the league in points and assists before. And it doesn't compare to, like, he was like, I want to win. Like, I want to win. The other night, Friday night, Jalen Brunson, who was just playing phenomenal basketball. Jalen Brunson had a game against Milwaukee. Forty five points was the best player on the court, except for like the last minute and they lost <laughs> like that's So like, you know, and that's kind of almost been like Trey's story. Like, you know, you put up the numbers, but like you're going to lose, you know, if you can start winning, the respect will come. The respect will come. So uh, just keep on winning. And you know Trey, he'll, he'll get the respect. He'll get the respect, but folks respect winning more than anything. So, um, a good win for the Hawks, one twenty three to one oh five. Post game, uh, post game. Uh, I just wanted to read two quotes from Quinn Snyder after the game. Uh, this was the let me see the first one. Da-da-da-da-da. Yeah, this is the one we talks about, Dre. Um, and this is a quote. He says, "What Dre did tonight." Like put it on the front page. When he came back, the defensive job he did was phenomenal, and it really gave our team a lift. Yeah. again, folks that want DeAndre Hunter up out of here, please, please, please. <laughs> no, you know I'm not. Even, I'm not even gonna do that. I'm not even gonna do that. Dre played a good game. His coach acknowledged it. The players felt. His impact tonight. So in a week or two or whenever DeAndre has a bad game and folks want to get on this, get him up out of here, train. Let's just remember this. Let's just remember this night. You know, let's give the man a little bit of equity tonight's game. I think tonight he deserves it. Right. So shout out to Dre for a a, a really gutsy performance. Another quote from Snyder is this. He said, you can lead in a lot of ways. Uh, adding that sticking together is one of them. We weren't making shots in the first half, but guys were telling each other, that's a good shot, even though it didn't get in. So um, that was one thing that I really questioned about Like this team is the leadership aspect. Like, where is the leadership aspect going to come from? And it seems like it's just happening organically. It seems like the guys are just, like, all becoming uh, a a, a leader's in of themselves, right? And so it's a good thing to see, man. Uh, As far as takeaways, I didn't do my normal um, keys to victory tonight. Uh, The game kind of stuck upon me, and plus I was out of the house uh, for the first half. I watched the second half uh, a little bit later, but... Um, I didn't do keys to the game tonight. I didn't do fan feedback. And my takeaway for tonight is simply this Trey not having to go for like 30 and 15 every night is a move. <laughs> like, it is a vibe, bro. Like, the fact that he doesn't have to go for 30 and 15 is, is, is promising, especially for a Hawks fan. The fact that these guys around him are doing more than just pulling their weight, like, they are really shining. You know, and um, it's good to see early on. You just hope that you just can that you can find some consistency, right? Like you hope you can find some consistency and you hope that it's not just kind of a flash in the pants. And I think that is consistency because right now, early in the season, you're still getting in shape. You're still trying to build good habits. And listen, every time you get a dub, man, that's equity. That is equity, man. So. Uh, Hawks have won four straight, and uh, I know they're feeling good. The team is feeling good. The fans are feeling good, and uh, you just got to keep it moving, man. You just have to keep it moving, so uh, salute to them. Um, Let's take a look at their upcoming schedule. So, uh, the Pelicans, next up for the Atlanta Hawks, Saturday, they're off on Sunday, travel day. Monday, they are going to take on the OKC Thunder in oklahoma city and then um when is that uh thursday game they're going to take on the orlando magic and then saturday they are taking on the miami heat so that is their um week in a nutshell again i mentioned earlier that their in-season tournament game is going to be against the pistons that is going to be tuesday november the 14th so that's i I believe next week uh, next week tuesday so as far as the week ahead of the hawks they have the okc thunder which is going to be a tough tough matchup oklahoma city man them boys them boys look serious you know um orlando magic they got the orlando magic on thursday after a few days rest uh that is going to be the mexico city game and then they're back home on saturday night to take on the miami heat so um you got a road win in your pocket and uh, you just want to try to keep this thing going as much as possible but ladies and gentlemen that is tonight's podcast. Thank you so much for checking out the Hawks Beat Podcast. Make sure you're following us on all of our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. We are there. We got your back. Uh, subscribe to the pod. Let everybody know what your favorite podcast is for the Atlanta Hawks. And even if it's not the Hawks Beat, tell them it's the Hawks Beat. <laughs> like we always say, man, God is good all the time and all the time God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him. Show him some love. That is all he is showing you. Ello, be ello. We out. Peace. Freebeats.io. Freebeats.io.